more. Well, we are live. <laughs> yes, sir. New episode Harpsichord Daydream. Just a disclaimer, we use extremely coarse and violent language, and aggressive language, and profane language, harsh language, cruel language. And if you're not old enough to <clears throat> take a head of lettuce, pull the heart of it out, drizzle it in dressing, and then fuck it, then please be on your way. Okay, yeah, that's... That's different. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. Oh, and call it a Jolly Green Giant. We're actually here with a uh, colleague from work whom we call Patrick. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mine, Patrick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude. Work with something else. Oh, I got a, yeah, I got I a little about, story about for say, you from about, work. I was about to say, we'll go from one side of the table to the other. Uh, so, um, this lady came up and she asked for some empty plates. Yeah. We can't do that. Yeah. Uh, Victoria told her that. Michigan Rustic says, when does the twerking start? Maybe later. Don't do it. <laughs> Victoria told her she couldn't have No, it. I remember. I remember. I try not to use names. Tony said to the lady that she couldn't have them. And then the lady asked for manager. Stephen Hillenberg comes up there <laughs> and tells her that we can't give her the plates. She rage quits and slams the buggy into the hot bar and leaves. Wow. Yeah. Talks up to the ladies up at the front desk and then leaves. Left her shit still sitting in front of our uh, wow. hot Oh, bag. and she had a Powerade that she hadn't paid for that she had partially drinking as well. <laughs> I was actually the one that noticed that. Yes, you were. Because Stephen you know, what was if, like, what if she did he's that, a genius. What if she did that whole reveal just to get a swing of Powerade? I wouldn't put it past people around here. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Needs are basic. Pettiness is limitless. Brain cells aren't. <laughs> People that you can look at and you tell they've got two brain cells both competing for third place. I mean, people you can tell their parents shared a chromosome. Their family tree does not branch. Damn. I didn't heard that one. Um, hold on. What was the other Well. The first half of the day, I can tell you, was utter shit. Because uh, me and, uh, me and uh, Lucille mm -hmm. opened up early in <coughs> the morning. Yeah. We, had, we had the first half of the day. And beginning with, it was odd. Everything was just fine, whatever. Well, 7 o'clock, the store opens. And that's when things start to get busy. Like, we immediately just right out the gate had people one after another. And it was just busy all day. Felt like we wasn't getting anything done. We were running around like damn fire ants. Just got stomped on and tested by God, who, as far as they're concerned, is a little shit with a magnifying glass. <laughs> that sounds about like an average day in the deli. 
because that was today a bit. Didn't get doing production till 8.30. Give or tag. I did the entire front by myself. <laughs> Sorry about that. It was well, we have a returning guy again. I bought Kyra Damison back. What rabbit hole are you guys going <clears throat> on this time? Oh, well, we're talking about shit stories from work right now. Yeah, we were just kind of going over like how shitty the day was. Because it was just, from beginning to end, as soon as I woke up, it was just like, good God. I'll tell you what, though, the, the most th the thing that sets it off the most, because we were saying all through that day, is like, yeah, everything would go wrong today because the stove started going out earlier. Of I mean, course. yeah, we were having issues all day, and we was just like, yeah, it's that kind of day, you know, whatever. Well, toward the end of my shift, it's like I got 30 minutes to leave, but I've really got to go to the bathroom. So I ran, got to go to the bathroom, and uh, I go to unzip, and... I actually, no, I unzipped, and I reached in, and it's like something popped my finger and, like, actually, like, cut my finger right there, and I actually bled a little bit. I just walked back out there. I just walked back in the kitchen after I got through my business. I held up my hand. I got a little bit of blood right there. Just not What's you can up, see man? it. Uh, decisions. Hmm. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Not much. Just going over, like, Work. Just I believe the moon is. Sigh. Oh, yeah, the moon's, like, the moon's a decent size. But, like, I walked in the uh, kitchen, I held up, I'm holding up my finger, and I'm just like, it's that kind of a day that my zipper can be classified as a dangerous weapon. <laughs> Tony just... said something about me, like, like, you wouldn't hit a pregnant woman. And I held up my hands like this, and I said, girl, these hands are rated E for everyone. <laughs> Ages 0 to 10. And then she said something else uh, the other day. Or I said something to her, and she said, you wouldn't hit a pregnant woman. And I said, I shot a horse, and I consider that a higher being. <laughs> Damn. She got real upset at that one. Oh, I bet she did. The Franks and Beans. Well, technically, made some of those today. Hot dogs and chili. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out you're supposed to cook those first. Yes, they're not free. They're in the cooler. Nate sir. did those. <laughs> I started about halfway. I was like... Oh, you meant like actually cook before we make them. Yeah. Yeah. We, we always cook them. Oh, okay, and I'm like... This ain't supposed to look right. I was like, didn't Nate put them in the thing? Because I got distracted doing some other bullshit. Yeah. That's part of it. It was just... What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, pure mayhem is one good phrase. I that. But, uh, I wouldn't consider that pure mayhem. Utter catastrophe. Pure, pure mayhem is Christmas. Oh, dear lord. Christmas and Thanksgiving, two worst days of the year. I'm going to break my leg, like, three days before Christmas. Not a bad idea. You, no, you, you want to do a leg break pact? All right. So, we on the 20th. Self human laziness. On the 20th. Um, but we do find it hilarious. On the 20th, you've got to get over here before, like, 5. Because we're going to both lay behind Tom's car so that... At some point, he's going to have to leave. So he's going to have to break our legs. 
And I know he won't be late for work. It's from something about Mary. There's a scene involving a a zipper in the bathroom. Yes. Oh, yeah, where he zips up his ball. Yeah. Oh. Or no, I I don't remember if it was a ball or like his... I don't remember which one it was. But he owes it for a second. Have you ever actually had that happen to you? Like, have you ever zipped yourself up? Yes, I have. I screamed. (laughs) Because I got... It got cut at the bottom, and I got halfway up. (laughs) No, mine... uh, how mine got hung was like I got halfway up my zipper and somehow or another it hit that that exact spot where you're like the base of your shaft actually meets your testicles. It hit that single spot on that line and it just like I'm like <laughs> Did I tell you about Daniel playing Dinker Ball with me the other day? I made damaged armadillo noises. Did I tell you about this, Tomathan? What now? Daniel playing Dinker Ball with me no. the other day. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. I didn't either. And I told him no. And he said, come on, just real quick. Because he had just come out of the bathroom. And he asked me if I wanted to play Dinker Ball. And I covered, I covered myself. I was like, no, I do not. And he says, no, we won't be hitting you or anything. And I, was, I told him no a few more times. And he just kept agging on. So I said, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, all right. And he steps from behind the microwave, holding one testicle in the hand. He says, is this a dink or a ball? <laughs> I just die laughing. I stopped breathing for two minutes. It was, it was, it That's, caught me off guard. Not as, and it really not, made me laugh because I was sleep deprived. <laughs> still not as good as his new house shoes. Oh, man. Kyra Davis says, once I almost got to my got into Mariah Carey's vocal range. Oh, yeah, that'll do it to you. That, yeah, that shit sucks. That's, have you have you ever had that experience? <laughs> Not really. I consider lucky, yourself man. lucky. Yeah, good, uh, just cringing. Yeah, <laughs> I said, just the thought of it. Oh yeah, that's where I gave myself like a fucking plastic cut earlier. Just one of the I almost dropped a bird and it just went swoop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a sloop bird. Right across the... So, getting into the agenda of the night. The first thing we're actually going to bring up is we're going to do a review, a small review on uh, Black Widow. So... In my opinion, it was worth the money. I'm probably going to watch it a few more times. I wouldn't have gone that far. I mean, after watching... Which I liked it, but after watching it... I actually do understand why a lot of critics are saying that it was too late. You know, watch it right after Civil sooner. War. Yeah, that's when you need to watch that. Years earlier, sort of like. Yeah, uh, but another thing was, I'm sitting there watching it, and immediately after going through the whole opening, and then it goes right into where they actually mention mention uh, uh, Cap and all that, the events of Civil War. Yeah. It made it feel like a sequel rather than an actual solo. Yeah. Solo it felt like it was a sequel to a movie that never happened. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it was. It's, I mean, that that kind of uh, set with me a little bit in a bad way, but, you know, I, after watching the movie, I got over it, so I'm, you know, it still felt that way, but it was actually good enough at all, you know, still say it was good. I very yeah. much enjoyed the uh, fight scenes. The I did, yeah, the choreography was actually really damn good. My weird. favorite character in the movie is still... Kyra Damon says Florence Pugh was great as the little sister. Yeah. The, the Crimson Dynamo himself. Fucking Elena. Did you hear what I said? Hmm? I said the Crimson Dynamo himself. Yeah. 
feel like I referenced, but no. That was that that kind of caught me. I I laughed when when she said that. So I was not so expecting like it. Entire, sorry. I don't know where it would have fit, but I would have laughed so hard if he just wanders off into the woods and just comes across the uh, Ursa Major and just, oh, yeah. drink, just sitting there in a shack just drinking vodka. Well, I mean, I don't that arm he broke, you know that, right? Yeah. yeah. But it just would have I been love, funnier as a full bear. Just, I love the yeah. way his arm went out. <laughs> you, look at it and you're, you look at it and you're like, oh, he can get a Snickers from the bottom of the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> Just bloop, Snickers. He's you got to take like he's three now, perks before he's you do that. He's not the most passive person in the world because he can only ever high five and not flip somebody off. So it's no, like... he, he can't do up high, but he can do down low. <laughs> no, it just okay. tracks and it just like, got, so, so like in, out of the whole movie though, who was your favorite character? I, Red Russian. I mean, Red Guardian. Red maybe. Guardian. I mean, yeah, dude. You're technically not wrong, but you're also wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm slightly baked, but I get there. <laughs> Close enough. Okay, freedom yeah. Probably saying, yeah. Really? Yeah. He's my, the most entertaining character. Yes. So he, my he's really funny, and they he, did a good job portraying him. Yes, David Harbour was actually oh. really good. I like they couldn't have picked anybody better. I have yet to really see something that I in, in it that I didn't think he did a good job. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's just got he's got a good track record. I mean so far. he's also my favorite character in Stranger Things. Yeah. Him and Bob. I liked him as Hellboy. Oh, dude, I did too. I mean he was a damn good Hellboy. The only issue I had with Hellboy though was they I felt like they had to put too much prosthetics on his forehead. Oh yeah. His forehead just looks so damn fake after a hot minute. But like the actual his actual performance and the movie itself wasn't actually bad. Hellboy, it was good. Yeah. But uh, no, my favorite character from uh, Black Widow was actually Elena. Yeah. Like my, that, she was my number one. Because she's just a female version of you when you're complaining and everything. Yeah, literally. I like, mean, I'm she complains there. the exact same way you. Well, do. it wasn't even just that. And she's cynical, just like you. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was sitting there. It was like looking in the mirror when I was watching her because I act that exact same way. It's like when she when she when she fell down through the uh, shaft and she landed that way. She's like, oh, that felt so bad. Yeah. I'm never gonna do that again. That that's literally like how I sound like. And she was just sitting there mumbling, bitching to herself the whole time. About everything. That's exactly what that. Tom does. <laughs> and what really made me just like connect with her so bad was uh, whenever they were sitting at the table and they started arguing, she's like, nope, I ain't, I ain't doing this. And she just yep. gets up, grabs a bottle, and walks out. Again, that That's, is all me. I've seen Tom I've do that, that before. have been in that situation too many times. I have seen Tom say, nope, I'm not going to do, like, I'm not doing this. Grab a bottle or can or whatever and walk outside. Yeah. Smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Straight up. I'd... Smoke. Glug, 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 glug. It's sad, but my family, they have a they have a bad tendency to argue. Because, like, everybody's got a different personality, and they all just clash. So, I've, I've white had to shirt. just be like, nope, I'm not doing this, and just walk out and get away from it all. Thro uh, 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 th uh, yeah, throw eight. Throw eight. Throw eight. Throw eight. Me. Eight beautiful. Is white shirt named Colin? He is now. Actually, no. We his new nickname is Ginger Snap. But <laughs> Ginger Snap. This is Patrick. I, I really like Ginger Snap because I think it's funny. Because you are ginger, and you can be snappy. <laughs> so, 
Have you ever seen Ginger Snaps? Like the actual, like... The movie. Oh, I don't think so. Because it's actually about, like, two sisters. One's a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking the, about... The funny like, thing is, I didn't really care for either one of the first ones. But the uh, the origin story, where it took place, like, you know, in, like, the... Salem Witch Trials. Or yeah. Whatever. That one I liked. That one I thought was actually really damn good. Like, first two, eh. But that one, I, I rewatched that one multiple times. I actually really liked that one. I'm pretty sure you you've watched a handful of animes, haven't you? Not a handful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, me a beautiful. Looks like my friend's clone. <laughs> I mean, what's in my basement's in my basement. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, invasion of the body snatchers. Here we go. That's a good movie. But no, um, okay, so... I don't know why, but when I think of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, for some reason I think of Scanners. And then when yeah. I think of Scanners, I think of that uh, uh, joke in uh, port the Portal 2 Cooperative Testing Initiative with the scanners yeah. that they make. And they like, this is Greg. And then they blow up his head and it's like, hat jokes on you, all of your paychecks were stapled to his head or whatever. <laughs> That's what... I love that. So, the big question I do so have much. about Black Widow, y'all, how did you feel about Taskmaster? They just, I felt they did the, him dirty. Because, I mean, the whole mind control thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. That, that, that was, bugged me a little bit. Which, I didn't even care that it was a, that they changed it to a female and made a new character. Oh, no, no problem. That didn't that. bother me at all. It's yeah. just like, yeah. I was literally, uh, that was the first thing I said to David about yeah. it was. He, do, he was just, they did my boy wrong. That's what you said. I came in, you looked at me and said, they did my boy wrong. Uh, it, was <laughs> it was literally like, it wasn't as, I was like, okay, so I rate the uh, how bad they do an adaption of something that I really like on two different levels. Yeah. Uh, that's bad. Yeah. You've got, man, they did my boy wrong. Yeah. You know, but then the worst one, the worst one that absolutely breaks my heart is, look at what they did to my boy. <laughs> This is a full-on Godfather reenactment. This but man, no, this this man can do bad. it pretty well. Well, be putting me on the spot, damn it. Come on. Yeah, come on now, my boy, my baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the accent ain't happening. I don't got the cotton that I can really get into it. But, then go pick all the cotton off the yeah, yeah, I literally, in the bathroom. I, like, the thing I said to him is like, they did, that I liked him. But they did him wrong because uh, he was just, or she was just uh, neutered. I mean, yeah. literally. Like, fighting wise, well, yeah, that, that was, was Taskmaster. That was yeah. nice. That was class A Taskmaster. Yeah. But you, when he, he needed to, she needed to speak. That yes. That drove me insane yes. because Taskmaster loves to speak as much. <laughs> As uh, you, as she now will say loves to loves to just hunt people. Do you remember what I kept saying, like when as soon as the first trailer dropped and we didn't? I mean, of course, because Taskmaster never talks in the movie. Yeah. And we were like, ooh, I said I want, I personally want them to have it where whenever Taskmaster talks, it's just like Tom Hardy's voice as Bane <laughs> when it, when Taskmaster's wearing the mask. Oh yeah. 
because I was like, that's what I want in the movie. That would be and if funny. it doesn't happen, I want somebody to make that edit for me. I will pay somebody to do that. That would be I want boring. that now. I know, yeah. right? Because do you know how funny that would be? I also, when I watched uh, Dark Knight Rises for the first time, uh, I wanted him to talk the same way when he took the mask off. <laughs> so, like, I can see it now. He, uh, it's that scene with her in the what's his face's office in the red room, mm -hmm. and he tells her to take off her mask, let her see her face, and I can just, I can just see it just not even moving, sitting there going, "It would be extremely painful." <laughs> I can literally just hear it in my head on that scene. That's how that would go, and that's just that's hilarious. Oh, that's great. I, I like that. I did like kind of notice something. Hmm. Uh, it's the uh, it wasn't actually her ability or anything like that. It was just like the computer telling her to. Oh yeah, the, the visor. Never... That just it's not right. If, like... if you notice, it's the same thing that Tony Stark used in Civil War against Captain America. Yeah, but you got to think though. Um, we've never actually seen what his visor does in the comics because initially he didn't have a visor. Yeah. But, like, with some of the redesigns he did. So, I mean, I'm okay with I'm it. I'm fine with it because... Like, at that point, it's just, like... It's uh, an MCU adap uh, adaption. Adaption, and it's also, like, on-the-spot battle, battle information. So, yeah. I mean, you know, every every good mercenary's got that. I'm, because, if they don't have an earpiece, they have something that's telling them. Because of the post credit scene, I'm more excited for Hawkeye. Because that's that's got me intrigued. Kyra Damon says... You merely ad adapted the MCU. I was born in <laughs> Yes. Yes, I love that. That is going on the damn website. Oh, shit. Okay. Write that down. That is going to go on our website. I love it. I did like, uh, during back to the fight scenes, uh, I did like how you would, if you actually noticed, the uh, way she, she was in the middle of fighting, yeah. it would be like uh, one minute she's uh, mimicking the Winter Soldier knife flip thing. Yeah, another is like I the, love that like the Black, Black Panther, Panther yeah. and then like Captain, Captain America, like yeah. Black, uh, Black Widow. I really like seeing like how if Captain America really wanted to, he would actually kill people with the shield. Yeah, that was a little interesting. I mean, we kind of pretty much got that with Ray Walker. Yeah, but this was supposed to come out before that as well. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because uh, ex all except for the post credit scene, there wasn't really anything that's actually going to build forward uh, within the year. It's stuff coming out, except for that post credit scene. So, yeah. How do you feel about uh, Shang-Chi? Um, I don't know. I have only vaguely seen the trailer but like before work. So yeah. I haven't really seen much on it. I'm just going to wait. Okay. I'm going to watch it regardless. I mean, so uh, are we... <laughs> My preferred method, like, when it comes to some, something that's coming out that I'm interested in, uh, if I'm extremely interested in it, I won't watch any trailers, I won't watch anything, I just go on a full media blackout, and then uh, if it's something I'm kind of, you know, I'm interested in but I'm unsure about, I'll watch the first trailer, and if I like that first trailer, then I'll just go on a media blackout, you know. And that's pretty much what I did with Shang-Chi, because I was like, I mean... I was like, I'm curious about it, but I don't know if it's something I'll go out of my way to see, you know, like actively go to the theater and watch it. So I actually watched the first trailer. I saw the uh, the Ten Rings and the Mandarin, and I was like, okay. If it was, it's not Trevor Slattery. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, and, and, then, it did, and then I actually I found like out him. that Shang Chi is actually going to be uh, done in the style of a classic kung fu film. Yes. So like, okay. Yeah. They compared I'm, I'm it to Big that, Trouble yeah. in Little China. Yeah, I'm curious about that. I like, am too. Uh, how much do you know about like? Because uh, I heard, I, I don't know if you want to know this or not, but I heard like Abomination was in it or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, he's heard about that. If that ain't Abomination, it's something else that looks exactly like him. Yeah. He had the fins on his back and everything. Yeah. That's so. going to be interesting to see because we were wondering where he went. Yeah, which they also confirmed it is Abomination. Yeah. And uh, he's actually going to be played by the guy that played Abomination in the Incredible Hulk movie. Like the old one that had Edward Norton. Yeah. Yeah. Same guy that played Abomination in that is going to be in Shang-Chi. So. And then he's also going to be in She-Hulk when that comes out next yes. year. Yes. I forgot about that. Um, he wasn't here for the like the deep dive we did in Phase 4. Oh, Good oh, God. No. Like two and a half hours just going from point A to point B all the way up to Fantastic yeah, from like what's coming out, what's just come out, all the way to Fantastic Four. There's like what twenty seven. I don't even remember. Like twenty seven things, movies. No, and it TV was shows. more than that. Cause remember that whole sheet was full because that included Marvel's uh, movies, TV shows, and Sony's productions. Oh yeah, because I forgot Sony about Sony. Uh, Sony has five, so yeah. it was like so it would have been thirty one, yeah. including a series that's actually going to be on Amazon Prime. I'm excited about exclusive. that. One called uh, ooh, Silver and Black. And it's going to be about uh, Silver Sable and Black Cat. I'm excited so, about that. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I am interested in that. I would like to see that. Uh, I love Silver Sable. Um, what's the... Uh, oh, yeah, they're also doing the Sinister Six TV show. Yep. Uh, they're doing... Uh, I'm trying to remember. We got Morbius coming out, and then they're going to do... Uh, Craven the Hunter, mm -hmm. which I think we're actually getting that. No, never mind. That's in 2023. It's like January of that year. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then after that, we're supposed to get the Sin a Sinister Six film. Uh, we're getting into the Spider-Verse 2 next year. Uh, yeah, there's Sony's got actually several things in yes. the pipeline. And they've got like five projects they haven't even actually given a title. Not a mm -hmm. you know, nothing. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot coming out on all that. And we were just discussing how, like, it's eventually going to wind up on Battle World and the Secret War is going to be the culmination of this saga. Because we, we the, the first Beyonder. 10 years was the Infinity Saga. So yeah. that means the second 10 years is probably going to be the Secret War Saga. You know who I'm waiting for in the MCU, though? My boy. The Unseen. The Unseen. Yeah. Hmm. That's Nick Fury. Yeah. He's got the watch. When he time. was, after he kills Uatu and becomes the watcher of her. Yeah. Steals his eye. He has the figure somewhere of uh, oh, Nick yeah, Fury the, holding the watcher's yeah, eyes. Yeah, it's, it's one of the older figures. Nick Fury in like silver armor with a big ass like sniper rifle. And in his other hand, he's just got two big eyes hanging from it. It's Uatu's eyes. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know where in the hell it's at, but well, we are getting a Watu, so I mean, why not? Mm -hmm. Who did they say was worse than him in What If? Uh, I don't remember. You, you know who I wanted to voice him? Who? Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, that'd have been perfect. Would have been perfect. That'd have been just spot on, wonderful. I think it's funny that they're all MCU except for Beast except Boy. For Beast Boy. Yeah, on my side, I've got Wolverine doing a pounce. 
I got the uh, super uh, scroll. I love that one. That's yeah. Small. And then I've got uh, Marquee of Death. And then I've got Flaccid Adam Warlock. Oh, yeah, it's the app. <laughs> Just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, a little pill for that. <laughs> all right, well, moving on. Uh, I decided that because he goes off on it a lot. Oh, no. Like, if he starts talking about it or thinking about it, then he's going down that rabbit hole and we can't, Ooh, me? We can't pull him out of it. Yes, you. Oh, dear Lord. So, I decided, let's do some Lego trivia. Oh, no. And this is, like, stuff I picked out on the internet. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, Kyra Damon says, imagine the credit scene in the MCU World War II soldiers come across wreckage after bombing, no signs of life, then a soldier says, hey, someone's still alive. They come across an unconscious soldier, examines the dog tags closely, revealing the name... Wolverine. Yeah. Although, wouldn't it technically be James Howlett? Uh, it could have been James Howlett. It could have been Logan. I mean, I mean just depending on how again, they want to do it. Again, we, we reiterate this every time we talk about it. This is the MCU we're talking about. They never directly adapt everything. Never. It's Some always reworked somehow, thrown in to actually fit into what their their idea of their cohesion is. Like, so we kind of just like. I love the Age of Ultron. So it's more James like Spader you can was assume, amazing yes. in that, um, and I'm so sad that, like, he well we I don't think he's dead. I'm praying for it, especially because that Easter egg in Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that was truly an Easter egg. Um, I'm really hoping that he comes back soon, and I'm really excited for What If because we're getting the Living Gauntlet. Which is Ultron with the Infinity Stones. Yeah. And I love that so much. Yeah. I'm personally excited for Marvel Zombies, but that's just me. That's the one I'm actually the least excited for, but I guess that's because how much I've been into pop culture and for how long I've been in pop culture that I had to dredge through this zombie wave. Yeah. And it just, I'm still, I'm still burnt out on zombies. Fair enough. (laughs) Although, uh, I've been. Burnout on zombies since Did Black Ops Two. Although, although uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder's uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, it's not City of the Dead. Uh, no, it's uh, it's not Day of the Dead. That's one of the older ones. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Yeah, that one was actually good. Yes. I did like that. Because I'm the same way. I mean, I'm not a huge zombie fan. Yeah. Like, if it's an interesting enough uh, uh, plot composure and all that, yeah. I'll get, you know, I'll check it out. Because, so I mean, that's, why, that's why I watched The Walking Dead in the first place. I I read but, the graphic novels, and then I watched, the, like, the first season, and then I waited until uh, Negan came on the show. And I watched all the episodes he, uh, with him and everything. And then after uh, that, I just stopped watching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Because Negan's my favorite character. I do also have the uh, Secret Lair, Magic the Gathering, uh, Walking Dead uh, promos that they did. Oh, yeah. And Negan is the best one in there. Even though Rick is the most expensive at, like, 60 bucks. And I have a foil one. <laughs> Plus, all the tokens are a couple of bucks. So, yeah. Lego trivia. Are you ready? Oh, I guess. 
this is gonna be fun. So you cannot look up answers, obviously. Yep. No, that rule's established. I'm, Pat, I'm, Pat playing, I'm playing a game over here. Yeah, Pat Rick will monitor An idle you. Game. Make sure you don't uh, look up anything. And these are going to be rough. Oh, I'll tell you right now. All right. When was the Lego group first started? Okay, here's the question. Like Which when it was one? originally originally started as the Lego group. I'm trying to think. Because there's technically two different answers. I don't know which one it is. The oldest. Okay. Um, is there multiple choice? No. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't expect you to guess it directly, but if you can come close, I'll still give it to you. I'm trying to think, because I know, I know what the newer one is, I think. But I might, I might be off by a handful of years. I don't know. And if I'm thinking right. It's 1865, I think. I don't remember. No. What was it? 1932. That's not the oldest day, uh, year then. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Because they, they started out as a different company before that. And then they changed their name to the Lego Group. And then they rebranded again when they started doing just plastic Legos. Oh, well. So there's ten. That's what I'm saying. There's more than one answer. <laughs> okay. What year was the first minifigure introduced? Uh, which version? Because like you had the, the first actual Lego minifigure. Yeah, the classic one, which was from '55, I think. If I'm remembering correctly, and then the the actual posable minifigure. Yeah. Came out in, I think that was like 80, or no, it would have been 72, maybe, or somewhere close to that. You were actually closer with 80. It was 1978. Was it really? I knew it was in the 70s sometime. I just wasn't sure because I know the first sets they did that had minifigures like that was Lego mm -hmm. Castle. The first wave of Lego Castle like that. Yeah. In what year? Was Lego deemed the toy of the century? Oh dear lord. I don't know. Like, I'm gonna guess 95. Actually, it's 2000. I'm a dot. Yeah. I should have guessed that one, fuck. It's on the nose. <laughs> I mean, like. Uh, that is a little on the nose. I wasn't yeah. expecting it to be that on the nose. Ah, uh, what is the largest Lego set and how big? Hmm. Like official Lego set. I'm trying to think, because I think it changed recently. But if I'm remembering correctly, it's a UCS Millennium Falcon. Either that or the Coliseum. I don't remember. Because uh, I'm pretty sure... I know one... How many pieces? Oh. I, I said estimate. If I'm remembering correctly, like 8,000? Well, I guess, I guess I looked up an old one then, because okay. I actually wrote down Taj Mahal. Oh, dude, that's old. Because it was almost 6,000 pieces. No, the new UCS Millennium Falcons got more than that. Oh. Taj Mahal was an outbeat like, a while back. Uh, what is the most valuable Lego minifigure? Um, I think it's... Uh, depending on... Okay, so I'm trying to track then from uh, hint, the last hint. answer. So it's the solid gold Boba Fett, I think. Yep. Okay. I was about to say because it's changed was, since then. Only so I guess back. 
And they are valued at $12,000. Yes, I know. There's also a silver one. And, uh, or no, I think there's also like two silver ones. And then I think two bronze ones or something like that. But they also have gold C-3PO's. And silver C-3PO's that they did. Which actor has the most minifigures? Depending on how you count, if you're just doing live action, then it's Warwick Davis. Because he has five. No, it's like every all. Oh, dude, I don't remember his name. I know he. If I'm remembering correctly, he is a um, like he's an Asian uh act or voice actor. If I'm remembering correctly, I do not remember his name, but he voiced a good handful of the people for like Ninjago and stuff like that, and he has like nine. My thing actually says 12. His name was D. Bradley Cooper. Is it D. Bradley Cooper that has the most? Yeah. What it says. It might have been. Yeah, he, he I was about to say, that's an old, so figures. it might be the... Uh, who who yeah. has the second most? I think it was like seven. I'm not sure. Then. Uh, Dan Castellania. Yeah, most of those uh, are voice actings for uh, the TV shows that LEGO did that yeah. had LEGO sets and stuff. And that makes me mad, so I don't count those, so I don't have those memorized. That's why I have Warwick Davis memorized. Because he has five live-action performances that have minifigures. Uh, how many LEGO games are there? Oh, dear lord. How are we counting? Because you have uh, LEGO Island Racers. Oh. You have... Oh, no. LEGO Island Racers. Uh, it's a lot. I mean, I didn't realize there was that many. Issues. If he's counting, we're going to sit there for a minute. Yep. Yeah, we are. If he Alice, lay down. So, anyway. Oh, let me just do tally marks. <laughs> uh, while he's doing that, um, so, like, uh, what was the last video game that you sat down and just played for several hours on end? Probably Minecraft, as cheesy as that sounds. I do the same thing, though. <laughs> Mostly because the new update. I'm excited about 1.18. Okay. Something more narrative-driven. Uh, me and narratives don't really... Linear isn't really my thing. Well, I mean, it's open world. Yeah. I didn't mean, like, narrow, linear games. I meant, like, just, like, open games that you uh, just threw massive hours into that actually had a that deep narrative. Probably, ironically, uh, whatever it was, the Lego Star Wars or whatever. Oh, the Lego Star Wars games? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, three, uh, Ron Baby 69 says, Saturday nights in Georgia. Yep, you bet, bud. Gotta have something to do. Yep. It's sitting at home. Yeah. So, like, uh, what was your introduction to, like, the first game you played? First thing that you can remember actually playing, like really getting into. Probably just watching other people play it. Uh, just like random computer games, like free to play, quote unquote. Oh. But back a little bit before they were shit, if there was such a time. Really? I think the the first game I can remember playing, I think, was Wolfenstein 3D. Which I got it. Which I'm 29, so I remember when like a lot of those were still new. Uh, because we had a PC, 
and we played Wolfenstein, Doom. Uh, I think we had System Shock. Can't help but think of one more we played. Oh yeah, the Duke Nukem side scroller games and Duke Nukem 3D. We played the we played the hell out of that. If I counted correctly, 33, I think. 85. Yeah, no, I was like, damn. <laughs> We're going to be here many? a while. There are way more than I know of then. Because I counted all of the ones that have been released for like PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4. Um... All the ones that were on like Game Boy, mm -hmm. DS, uh, the ones that I played on computer, plus the other ones that I knew about that you could play on PC, Take plus um, all of the uh, other ones that I knew of that I've never played. And then I was like, well, I don't know. I was like, I know there's going to be more missing, so I'm going to add five just yeah. to be sure. So like... The only okay, actual, three. like, old Lego game that I remember playing was Lego Island on the PC. I remember playing Lego Island Racers on the PC. That was... That's like... I, the, I remember, that's I think Josh the, That is that. the oldest Lego game I can remember consciously playing. Did anybody else play Head Start? Any of those? I played Triple Town, which was the best thing ever. No. The <laughs> best Head Start. Jump Start, I mean. Not Head Start. Jump Start. Because they put out a lot of like little education. Dude, did games. you ever make like acid trip images fun. in kid pics when you were in like kindergarten shit? One more time. Kid pic or like something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was it a was like child old, drawings. No, it was like a weird like version of like an MS Paint thing, but it had a ton of weird stamps, brushes, and all kinds of other shit. No, I only ever used those. Um, I think I. Uh, and you could just make some, like, fucking, like, acid trip pictures <laughs> on that shit. Hold yes, up. I have messed around a lot with that, mostly while I was pretending to do school shit. Let me see if I can find some just, like, crazy ass... Oh, there we go. Yep, there you go. Yep. That's oh, the kind of shit you could do. Oh, man, I remember... Oh, that makes me... makes me That takes me back. <laughs> that was always so fun to do. My favorite thing to do on PC as far as anything that was like targeted at kids. Because I even actually like found it at a thrift store just a couple of years ago and I bought it and played it. But it was uh, one of the Jumpstart games. It was uh, um, something at Mystery Mountain was the name. I have of no it. clue. I never played any of those, dude. You played as a robot named uh, Botley. Okay. Um. And in it, you've got to, like, the, the actual, like, plot of the uh, game is, uh, you, you're, the scientist who made you, his daughter used a time machine to go back in time and rewrite history so she could actually uh, ace her exam. Yeah. But she, and, and so you've got to go in and you've got to find the disc that'll send you back to that time. You've got to correct history, whatever. Okay. And the game, and all the games were, like, the educational stuff you like to use. They had a music, uh, game, uh, simple critical thinking edition and multiplication and just all that stuff but it was like super fun i mean i played a lot as a kid and like i said i found the thrift store for 99 cents so i was like immediately snatched it up and bought it and i played it that night because i was just it was a fun game it, it was one of the only actual educational games that was just like you know really had me in that and the uh, ta some of the tonka games you remember tonka 
I had one. Oh, right. Construction one and two. I played those as well. I had a sandbox game for the uh, Game Boy Advance that was Tonka themed. <laughs> and it was shit. Like shit in a good way or like In the good way. Yeah. I, I still have it. And I played it relatively recently. I take back what I said earlier. Uh, the first video game, sort of long time thing I ever played, it was uh, a Ninja Turtles game for GameCube. I know what mine would. I know what mine would be. It would be. It was around 2007. Yeah, that made it. Was it TMNT? I don't remember specifically. I was over at my cousin's house. Oh, fair enough. Because um, if it was TMNT, that was actually a damn good uh like game tie into a movie. That was actually a really fun game. I actually like rented it on Xbox 360 later on and actually got all the achievements for. It. Just really liked that game, but. It was it it was either that or it was uh based on the uh, like the two thousand three cartoon yeah that was literally just a remake of the original which wasn't bad it was actually pretty good but I still love the original better. the first game like that that I do remember playing was actually one of the Spyro games for Game Boy Advance I don't not I do not remember which one it was but I remember when I was younger playing it and playing it just all the way through. Uh, like the first game I'd ever done that with. So, uh, we had a we had a Game Boy Advance when I, or I had, we game. had like five. not not a Game Boy Advance. We had an original Game Boy is what I meant. And we had like a like the Super Mario Brothers Game Boy thing, whatever. Uh, and uh, what was some? Of that? I was trying to think of some of those Crash Test Dummies. We had that on the handheld. And on like, the handheld. I mean, that is the oldest thing I've heard you say in a minute. Yeah. Anyway, you know, we had a few games for it, and we stopped playing it for a long time. And that we... and I re- and that or um, the other day, or earlier today, when you said, yeah, I remember renting that from Movie Gallery. Yeah. <laughs> or no, 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 no. I remember when the Texaco had a movie rental in the back. That was the one you said. Yeah. Yeah, that I'll get it. Like that is my Richard Simmons pop figure. It is one of my current favorites. That and probably that Carnage I just got. Yeah, for real. Right on top of the other one. You're being a bitch. You're not sweating to the oldies. Stay. <laughs> I'll glue him to that damn base if I had to, because <laughs> I know I'm not going to sell it. I wonder why he wouldn't even, like, attach to a Because of the way his feet are, I guess, but I don't know why that's still... I still don't He's know He's probably one they... of the old, old ones. That's what I'm thinking. I love it, though. It's great. Yeah. You know the... You got another one of You know the actually, like, most valuable pop figure oh, is actually... Um, that's my favorite what's one. What's his name from the Clockwork Orange? Yeah, um, uh, Malcolm uh, McDowell's character, but it's the uh, the invert of the uh, the rare version of it, which where it had him as a solid orange, mm-hmm. and that is like the most rarest. It actually goes for like a four the most rarest, most rarest. I'll take a chunk of that change. Yeah, for real. Because we got curious one day because we've got hundreds of we've got over a hundred. We have over a hundred pop now like between the living room here and the daniel's room and i've got a, i've still got like six more because you were like don't we have like 50 or something and i looked at him i looked 
because we were sitting yeah. on the couch. I turned and looked at him, pointed like directly in front of us, and said, "There's 25 right here, sir." Yeah. And he was like, "Oh shit!" But we got curious one night, and we would just like pricing some of the ones we had, and that's how I found that out. My most valuable was I've got a Cara Dune on top of the Mandalorian right there. And that's the one of her holding the blaster, and that one goes for like I think thirty five dollars, something like that. Yeah, it was actually a little bit of it's actually a little bit of money. I don't even know what my which I do know what my most valuable one is. I just got to go get it from the house. It is my Sheldon Cooper wear uh, wearing a Star Trek uniform, doing the live long and prosper, and it's worth like ninety five bucks. Yeah, I got it at. I got it at a convention for twelve dollars. <laughs> okay. Like, damn. I've got one of these uh, Hero Flix figures. That's oh, the, the apocalypse. apocalypse. But it's like the, uh, like the apocalypse from the planet apocalypse. So his name is actually written in that language on the di- on the dial and on his card, and he's worth like I think one hundred eighty. Yeah. And he's about that big. He's a big and. He's a chunk. He's a chungus. I like how they. Threw, He's not Steven. I like how they they actually. Oh yeah. They threw yeah. chungus in the new Space Jam, and it was actually kind of funny. I didn't know Steven was on that movie. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna hurt you. But you know Steven. Yeah. Every time he posts a selfie on Facebook, if I know if I know it's not like, if I, if I know he's like not got something going on that day where he's distracted. I'll actually just comment on that picture and just post a picture of Big Chungus right under it. Every time he does a selfie. It's so funny. I just torture him with that so bad. Let me tell you about the prank that we are going to pull on Nate. I started to tell you about it earlier, but then we were had to do shit story. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk to somebody. And I I showed you that picture of Nate, right? Oh, yeah. He sent me a shirt up. I don't know. Where he had his shirt up? I don't. Apparently now, because I because I said something to him about uh, a talking... certain point of the day I just got a blanked out. Yeah, you got to do that a lot. The only way you can get by sometimes. Oh, when we get somebody yeah. to make a cake, that's that, <laughs> and we're gonna give it to him on his birthday. <laughs> yes, because wow. he told me when his birthday is. Oh, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> I asked him today, and he said, and he said it's already passed. And I was like. Because I told him I had him something for his birthday. And I wanted to know what it was. And I was like, or if it would be better just to give it to you for Christmas. That's what I told him. Fair enough. How and he told me, and I was like, the, oh, yeah. I told him that uh, he had a beard where he needed to like dress as Rasputin for Halloween. Because he's got a beard for it. He does. He's and got I, the face shape for it, too. It's going to help my phone. Because I was like, i got to get a picture of him this, with his beard out. Because you don't see him with it out often. I know, because, yeah. And so I like hold it up and I'm like, hold still and he's just like just like that. And then I took the picture and I thought I'd turn the flash on my phone. And uh, I was like, You bastard, you were supposed to flash. And all of a sudden that's when Nate just goes That's when he does that. I mean that's hundred percent something Nate would do. Let's talk to the phone <laughs> no. It's just yeah. That is that's just Nate. Dude, I was talking to Steven earlier, and he said, yeah, man, I haven't been this excited for wrestling since, like, early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on in wrestling right now. There is. 
You don't watch know. any wrestling? Not I much. don't know a whole lot. I don't lot. have cable or anything like yeah, that. We don't, we don't right now either. Because uh, the big news is uh, it's all but confirmed that AEW has officially signed contracts with CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. I'm he sorry, was like Bryan Danielson. That's his actual yeah. original wrestling name. He like you. Stephen was ranting and raving at work today about it, pretty much, because I said something about uh, you want to watch wrestling, but you couldn't because we didn't have cable. Yeah, and he was like, "Man, I'm so excited right now." <laughs> yeah. Like, you are, he is. I mean, that's what he said. Yeah. Me and him talk about wrestling all the time. We talked about it for a little bit. I know a little his, bit. His from two you most passionate things it. outside of him being a preacher is that uh, he's a super huge Star Wars nerd, and he loves wrestling. Those are the two biggest things that he is into. And dude, if you get him started on it, you're you're taking him down a rabbit hole that you just gotta let him just go down and just let him come back on his own. I know that's why I was just I, that's why I just kept talking to him or yeah. everything while he was standing there because he stood on the other side of the table while I was making salads so I was technically trapped for a minute but yeah <laughs> and you get him started it's and I accidentally got him started so yeah he just yeah. kept going which I like talking to him about wrestling things like I am a wrestling but fan but I got down to like the last I had two salads left to make yeah it was two of each so I only had two left. And I was out of lettuce, and I looked over at uh, Nate, and I was like, should I grab some lettuce to make these last two? And he said, yeah, go grab a head of lettuce, pull the heart out, drizzle, drizzle some dressing, and then just fuck it. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah that's where he, he said, said yeah. call it a Jolly Green Giant. And I just, it just got me laughing. That's what my brother called me growing up. Because Jolly I, Green Giant? Yeah, because I got, I got taller than he did, and that's what he started calling me. My brother's only like 5'11". Yeah. And I'm like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, He's not that much shorter than you, though. That's, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, but he's five years older than me. Yeah, that's... Well, no. So, um... I do have a question, though. Uh-oh. What are some older games, like old games, that you want to see either remastered, remade, or have a new installment? I want... Quake one, two, and three remastered. Yeah, I can. I With can get multiplayer that. for yeah. three, I can get behind that. I don't want them to update any of the engines. I want it to just be graphical overhaul. Yeah, because the engines are perfect the way they are. Oh, dude, yeah, throw down. I know. Throw <laughs> down super hard. I'd just be happy if they updated Quake three, or just did a remaster of that. I mean, yeah, reopen the servers and just kind of started cleaning it up. A little bit better, so it's actually playable again. Man, I love this. How about you? Any kind of older, uh, older games? I mean, personally, I know they technically did remake the first Resident Evil, but like something a little better. <laughs> you mean more something more akin to like seven and eight? Yeah, something. Yeah. Because I, it's weird though, because I remember uh, when I remember like. Never was a huge Resident Evil fan, but I played them enough to know what they were, and I did like the story to an extent. Because those aren't actual zombies. Those are just infa- just mutated humans. Yeah. yeah. So, I got into it a little bit easier because of that little detail. Because it just felt different. But, uh, I can remember watching the, the gameplay of some of the later ones, because I only played like the 
first two. And I watched uh, the other ones just to kind of get caught up in the story and everything. And, dude, the quality was just going down super hard after four. Four was the last one that was actually pretty good looking. And it actually had some, like, uh, the quick time yeah. shifts. You know, that was an added little detail that kind of made it a little bit more alive. But <clears throat> five and six, though, was just awful. And then when seven came out, and I remember seeing the demo for it, Actually, no, I didn't even play. I didn't even see the demo for it. I got a uh, notification because I actually had PlayStation VR at the time. Oh yeah. I got a notification that there was a, a demo available to download called Biohazard, and I had no idea what it was. You know, it didn't click, but that's Resident Evil because you know in the West it's known as Resident Evil. But um, and so I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll download that, and I'm just sitting there. And it's the segment of the game whenever that dude's strapped in the chair and she's like, you know, crawling over his head and just like slicing that dude's throat and just messing with him. And that's what I get introduced as. And it, dude, it scared the shit out of me because I was in that VR headset. <laughs> I just see you like in that corner right there, just holding two of the PlayStation things. Just going, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel was with me when I played it because he had actually came over that night and that was when I got the notification because I told him I had to be that... on I told him to come over and check that out viewers that'll be some of the premium content you can get when you uh, subs whenever you subscribe to our anchor thing for was it a dollar uh, you can do 99 cents yeah. 4.99 or 9.99 that'll be a skit we'll do <laughs> for premium content is Tom playing? Or yeah, we might just get him to play it. <laughs> oh, God. That would be so funny. Yeah. For the genuine and reactions. It, and then it came up that it was Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Mm -hmm. And I was like, good God, I haven't actually been that frightened of a Resident Evil since the second one. Like, legitimately. Yeah. Because the second one came out when I was a kid. And that was the first game I played that was actually like a horror game, so it freaked me out. It was really scary to me. And like, I just, it felt way worse than that, just being in that 3D VR environment. Good lord. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, it felt like just new life got breathed into the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I really got into 7 and 8. I didn't play them because I don't do good with scary games. <laughs> but I definitely watched the playthroughs of it and all the DLC for 7 and everything. Uh, later on, when 7 had actually come out, like released, I'd already gotten rid of my PSVR. I had my fun with it, but, you know. And, but my buddy of mine still, he actually still has his. He got one of the ones that got rid of the second wave that was actually supposed to be fixed. And so I was over at his house. The ones that didn't lock you in a video game and kill you if you died. Um, I'll say I'd be weirdly okay with that. Honestly, well, depends I on the mean, game. Yeah, I was about to say you get you get stuck and you look. The Oasis from Ready Player oh, Two, because that's literally the plot of Ready Player Two. Yeah, but I okay. I mean, I've only read the first one. Don't don't waste your time with the references. second one. Yeah, the second one the second wasn't one. that good. I haven't even read it. Because I, I pre-ordered it, and I, I had it read like the first day or two days after yeah. it released, and it was it was not good. I um, read the uh, Armada. and I, I was read about it. to ask if you read yeah. Armada. Did you like Armada? It was okay. It felt a weird, weirdly it's, rushed in some places. Yes. Um, I read Armada first. 
I read that, and on the cover of the copy that my... I read it when it first came out, because my grandmother went to Barnes & Noble, saw it, and thought, oh, that's something that he might like, and grabbed it. And oh, that's something the boy me. might like. Oh, she knows I love to read. She's got me a lot of my books. And uh, that's usually what I ask for for Christmas and uh, for my birthday from her books. Because she'll get me a fuck ton of books. <laughs> I'll usually get, like... Get like a hundred and fifty dollars worth of books usually. Like, mm-hmm. I ask for some bangers always, but she got it for me. I read it, and after I read it, I looked at the cover and I was like, Oh, he wrote this as well. Well, I liked this, so let's read that. And I read that, and then like a week after I got done reading it, or some, or not long after I got done reading it, was when they announced that they were doing the movie. I was like, Okay, yeah, perfect timing. <laughs> I like the uh, first book, and I like the first movie. I, I just, liked... I did not like the plot of the second one. It just did not. The movie is so different from the book. Yeah, exactly. I was... yeah, it is. I, I do prefer the way that it plays out in the book, but I think they did a damn good job with the movie. Yeah, they did. I mean, if we're being fair, it's literally just a uh, pop, it's pop culture fan service. Pretty much, yeah. But I mean, that's that, what the book that's was. That's the biggest I mean, reason I watched the new Space Jam. I just because ever since I when I found out they had the WB crowd, like the I, yeah, I wanted to like watch it to see who I could pick out. I love the the funny thing is I actually got engulfed in the movie. I didn't even actually look at the crowd while that game was going on. I was actually watching the game part of that movie, so it wasn't bad. I think it's so funny that they took out Pepe Le Pew because of everybody complaining about it. But who they put? Who else did they put in the background, Tom? Oh, yeah, the the gang from A Clockwork Orange. Yep. <laughs> They're sitting there right there up front line watching the basketball game in the final part of the movie. <laughs> dressed up with Take the, out a the, womanizer the, and put in some, I mean, some real womanizers. Yeah, the onesies with the nut cover. With the mask. Nine yards. Like, yeah, yeah. The mask, everything. And yeah. I'm like, with really? You took that out? Well. And I was you like, took that oh, out, but you gosh. messed them in? I bet you they probably did it. Out of spite. Oh, yeah. definitely. And that's that's what I'm praying for. Because, <laughs> man, that's beautiful. It is. It was it One was of the great. best things they could have done. Big Chungus, I mean, all right, yeah. Yeah, he, they threw him in more as a reference, but it was, you know, he did, Bugs Bunny did the full thing where he acted like Elmer Fudd while he did it, so it wasn't, you know, it was pretty good. I like it. What about... What about Porky Pig rapping? The notorious P.I.G. Yeah. He, yeah, dude, it was great. I still don't know how I feel about what that. What it was, was, uh, which I which I don't, you know, Don Cheadle plays uh, Al G and that. His, his name is Al G Rhythm. That still makes me mad. <laughs> Just the name makes me mad. I don't mad. even call him that. Oh, I, yeah. I call him Evil Cheadle. <laughs> but what, what happened was Evil Cheadle <laughs> said, like, this one comment, but and he unintentionally made it rhyme. And all of a sudden, the, the the thing came out of the middle of the stadium. Bonus round, rap battle. And he's just like, no, we're, we're not rapping. And all, think... of a sudden, all of a sudden, you hear Daffy go, are we rapping? Are we rapping? And it turns around. The whole team's just wearing, like, jerseys, chains, full nine yards. They oh. look like full-on Wu-Tang Clan. Dang. It was just like, and then uh, he's like, they, he looks at Porky, hands him the microphone, is like, I think you got this. And, you know, Porky stuttering like he does, just like, no, I don't think I got this. And Daffy looks at him and is like, show him who you really are, notorious P.I.G. And I was just like, okay, I let's think see how this goes. It would have been it would have been a tad more on the nose 
but I still think it would have been better if he had done Scat Man. Yeah. But the thing is, though, he actually legitimately rapped a sick bar. <laughs> he did. He I, did. That's it what was it crazy. Is. Even that's Steven what t- liked it. That's what tore me. That's what tore me. As I was like, good if I don't Pig's like that voice. Porky Pig is rapping. Because, I mean, I'm just kind of like, eh. Not a well, big he starts it off, he's stuttering, but he yes. turns that into the sound of a uh, That's what I'm saying. He could have done Scatman. Scratching. He could have done Scatman. It would have been beautiful. So, I mean, yeah, we I did I did like an in-depth review on it, like what I liked, what what things I saw wrong. But overall, I gave it like a 7 out of 10. Like, it's worth watching at least once. Because visually, it was better than the original. I don't know why. They did technology and they actually filmed it in a better way. But that made me kind of think about Professor DMX. Y'all gonna make me use my mind? I love that. It's just DMX in a in a Professor X's wheelchair, and it said Professor DMX. Y'all gonna make me use my mind? Love that meme. I need to find that. I think Dan. I think Dandel has it. Yeah. Well, you can Google it probably. I probably can. Yeah, but. Somebody else already has it, then I don't have to Google it because I'm a lazy bastard. Yeah, we know. We're very much aware. I work with you. Yeah. Damn. Oh, I needed that. Oh, (laughs) anyway. Alright, so, speaking of movies, though. Uh Uh-oh. What is a movie you do kind of want to see remade? You, you love the movie. Like, the movie's a classic. You love it, but you actually kind of wouldn't mind it if it got remade the right way. I mean, does it have to be a movie that I necessarily like? Because if it's a concept... Oh, yeah. Con- yeah. That I'd like to be remade properly, then probably any of the Transformers sequels I'd like to be remade properly. We actually yes. talked about that. Did, we you, actually did you actually not watch one Bumblebee? Oh, I watched Bumblebee. Yeah, I watched Bumblebee. You I know watched about the next one coming out, right? Yeah, Rise of the Be- uh, Rise of the Beast. I'm a little conflicted because I was a huge Beast Wars fan. Same though. But I don't know. But putting G1 and Beast Wars is a little odd. Well, the thing is though, uh, remember well, in Beast Wars? Is, yeah. Remember in Beast Wars, they actually tied it back to G1. That was the first actual series that went tied itself back to G1 in a good way. I mean, Beast Wars was fire, and Beast Wars. Um, yeah. yeah, I will I admit them. that I have only seen the first ten minutes of Bumblebee. Because that's, that's all the we yeah, because that's the Cybertron episodes, and we that's, did, that's and we legitimately Soundwave. blew a load when Soundwave came on. There, Damn straight, and I we know. lost it because Soundwave is like our favorite. He is the best transfer. Yes, <laughs> oh, I got I got the Funko Pop. Of Soundwave. Oh, yeah. yes. I'm so and, excited. And I couldn't see it real good on the picture, but I think, like, off to the side is the tapes. Yeah, that's cool. Like, um, like I couldn't see it real good. I'm hoping that actually mm. was what I was looking at, because that would be cool. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, uh, the best I could do, like, budget-wise, is I was able to get a blast, one of the reissues of Blaster. Nice. And uh, Frenzy and Laserbeak. Okay, yeah. Cool. D1 reissues. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the thing about the new one that actually had me excited is uh, they showed pictures of Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. Optimus Prime is a genuine Freightliner that doesn't have flames or anything, and he's not over-designed. I uh, do like that. And Bumblebee, and the Bumblebee is an actual, like, 1970s Camaro. I do like that. 
but the part that has me the most excited, Optimus Primal, will be voiced by Ron Perlman. Yeah. And that just had me like, okay, now you're now you're getting me. You're getting me. You need to stop. First you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. I don't know what I wasn't about to say First you had my interest and now you have my erection. But this apparently not everybody else's good. mind goes there. No, it no. doesn't, David. Okay. <laughs> Some of us over here on this side of the room are good little boys. You saying you're a good little boy over there? That's getting weird. <laughs> Milf Hunter. Hey, all I'm saying is less effort on my part. Oh dear lord. This man's hunting down like four of the women at work. Good grief. <laughs> Just shrug it off. I don't know how good it's going to be, but I'm real interested in the... Uh, oh, they're going to name off women at work at first. I was like, no, oh no. shit, okay. No, I'm bringing this back to, to a topic. So this this yeah. man knows how to circle it back. Yes, 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 he does. Yeah. So, uh, I'm used to us being. I don't know how I'm gonna necessarily feel about it, but I'm real interested in how Kingdom's gonna go. Because it's only got like, I don't know, five days from now or something like that. Till it's dropping on Netflix. Kingdom? Yeah. Uh, it's part of the animated series that's they're doing on Netflix. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the War for Cybertron. Yeah. I actually need to, uh, watch the second one. I've only watched the first one. Okay. Like, I know what happened. <laughs> To an extent. My favorite but. episode, personally, of that is the uh, Skylinks episode. Yeah, that makes sense. You'll know when you see it. Has Metroplex come in yet? Uh, no. Uh, most of the time they only bring in like the uh Titan class Transformer <laughs> of the time. Yeah. Briefly for like an episode or two. Yeah. I want Fortress Maximus and I want Metroplex. <laughs> and I would definitely be happy. The stupidest decision that I've made in like the last ten ye ten years, I still consider. Uh, the uh, Titans Return or whatever Metroplex yeah. was on sale for well, quote unquote, on sale for less than a hundred dollars on Amazon. Dude, those Titans Return figures were bomb. Yeah, they were. They were just reissues yeah. of G One, and they were just immaculate. Because I had I had a Galvatron. Still got him somewhere. I don't know where he's at. But I, I was just like, that's one oh, of my big, bigger eternal maze. Never to return again. The paths are quite winding. I will throw something. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, I don't remember after that. <laughs> okay, oh, I got a head can. I got a movie head cannon for you. Oh boy. The Wizard of Oz movie quadrilogy is in this order: Wizard of Oz, yeah, Return to Oz, yeah, Labyrinth, and then the never-ending story. How dare you say something so controversial, controversial yet so sensical? It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but if you're going in that vein... Okay. The Goblin King needs goblins, so what does he do? He takes munchkins. Yeah. But Runs out of munchkins, starts taking children. If you're, if you're going in that vein... What kind of magic does he use? The only magic we ever see him use is bubbles. 
if you want to stick in that vein, though, that means you got to work the dark crystal in there somehow. Oh shit! <laughs> that, that movie scares me. It scared me when I was little. I remember that. I think uh, the first little bit of Labyrinth scared me too when I was younger. You know what? I actually kind of want to see remade, like done Ooh. properly and not like a low budget, like have you seen class film? What? Uh, the Warriors of Tau. It came out a long time ago. It was back whenever they were doing a lot of the kids' movies that were like targeted at younger kids and, and young teens. And what it was, what it was about was there was this kid that was like, uh, he used to like play sports, but he messed up his knee so he couldn't do anything. He wasn't like 12 years old. And uh, so he spent a lot of his time reading comics and shit, and he was real big into action stuff. And uh, he tries to hang out with this uh, new group of friends at this new town he moves to, you know, the stereotypical thing that happened in those movies back then. Yeah. Still some of movies now. And uh, he winds up uh, falling into a sewer, and that sewer leads him out into a whole new world where he meets this group of kangaroos that are like uh, warrior names. Oh, fuck. The, the movie wasn't bad. I actually went back and rewatched it. It's still almost as good as I remember I don't think it. I've ever seen it. Because it, it actually has a very underappreciated performance by a... Uh, an English actor. I can't think of his name. You know what I want seen redone the then? And he did a wonderful job. And I want this redone out of spite. Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> I like <laughs> Jack Lowe. <laughs> oh. Um, have y'all seen the no, 80s? No, I got one Hold better. on, hold on. Have y'all seen the 80s? Have either of y'all seen the 8? The, I think there's two of them. The two movies for the Ewoks. The two Ewok movies from the 80s. Actually got those from the, special, uh, the animated special. No, the movies, the oh. live action movies. I got both of those from Netflix on DVD years ago. Because <laughs> my mom told me about them, and I was like, "Oh shit, never seen it. Let's get it." <laughs> no, you brought Kangaroo Jack. I can tell you right now, there's only one way it can get remade, and it's as if they give Kangaroo Jack an actual like speaking voice, because at that point, I want him played by Hugh Jackman. Yep, I knew yes. it. Yes, I knew and it. Just, that would be perfect. Uh, unlikely layer two two six eight says animated. Oh, I think there was an animated. There was, a yeah, there animated, was an animated movie. There's yeah. animated Ewoks and there's animated droids. Were yeah. the two was animated Sam, uh, Not Samurai Jack. Um, Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there, there was an animated, animated movie that. Yeah. Well. Oh, man, that's like one of those uh, dreams. I mean, not. It's one of those things you've seen so back in your childhood you think it's a fever dream. Yeah, for real. Like what I was talking about earlier, Hershey's swoops. Yeah. I thought those were a fever dream. I thought the uh They were the, the chocolate banana Yoohoo was a fever dream. They yeah, that were used to be a thing. They were Hershey's like milk chocolate like little like chips. They were looked like Pringles. But they were done by Hershey. And they had them for like just plain Hershey, uh Reese's, Reese's and York Peppermint Patty. Those are the ones I remember. And they came in like the fun size thing of uh, Pringles. Like, they looked like Pringles. Uh, unlikely Layer 2268. I saw one Ewok not animated show movie. Yeah, there was two movies they did in the 80s, I think. Yeah, it was the 80s. Yeah, they this were, would know. They were interesting. And then they're, they're, they're on. Uh, yeah, they're not. Can they. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's not canon anymore. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, they did put them on Disney Plus, though. Along with the animated droids and Ewoks and the uh, the amazing early two thousands animated Clone Wars. Yeah, oh, man, love that so much. I remember when I got that from Netflix on DVD. 
I can remember one night she, when uh, I can remember watching Marathon. I remember watching seasons. it on Toonami. Because yeah. you could watch like one full season in an hour. Yeah, uh, so. I thought that that was one of those fever dream sort of things. Yeah. Because it was like 9 o'clock at night and I was like 6. That was the latest I'd ever stayed up. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is this beautiful thing? Oh, dude, the Clone <laughs> Wars was amazing. The animated one. Yeah. I wish that it. was canon. Yeah, for real. We got actual Grievous in that one. Yes, that was Not Grievous a before he got nerfed. Back Grievous. Yeah, on a leash, he was just full on, just freak on a on leash. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, you guys ever seen Primal? Like it's made by the same, uh, animated by the same. Yeah, movie? I have. It's so good. I know, right? Um, like I it's just... the one that Adult Swim's uh, done. It's relatively recent as well. Came out right after the last season of Samurai Jack. Uh, there's like no voice lines in it at all. Uh, it's so good. It, it's basically a caveman and a T-Rex basically go buddy cop across an island. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. I love it. And it, it's just so delightfully gory at times. Yes. Wow. That's the best part. <laughs> well, speaking of gore, uh, <laughs> unlikely layer 2268, Tarkovsky or yeah. close to it. Tarkovsky, yeah. Or Tartofsky. Um, speaking of Gore, did anybody else watch Happy Tree Friends? Yes. I saw bits and pieces. I was like, what it's is not, this? That's beautiful. The best episode like... was the fucking roller coaster. Yes. That Sam Moose trying to fix Man. it. He's just fucking it all up. Excellent. Yes, excellent. <laughs> then there was that one where the baby got caught in the sink blender. <laughs> show us the fuck. That show was so fucked up. And from did what you... I understand, they still do specials. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch, or did you ever play the game Fun Run? It was pretty much like a race that you did with other people. It was multiplayer on mobile, but it was like Happy Tree Friends type stuff. Like you were like little animal characters, and there was blades and spikes and all yeah. kinds of shit. It was so gory. I loved it. Wow. No, I don't remember that one. I used to play it with uh, my friends a lot. Which I didn't even actually really get into using the mobile games until uh, I downloaded and played dope on battle like three oh, yeah. years ago like right around the time they had the first anniversary i think yeah i think that's probably about the time i first it's played also it one of my friends got me to play it it's also the only game i sunk money into because since i started playing I've, it like over the course of three years i've dropped close to a thousand dollars in it oh dear lord yeah, it's, it's climbing you're almost what we call a whale <laughs> the reason they make mobile games like that <laughs> Hook, line, sinker. Well, it had me whenever... Uh... They got the beluga on the hook. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> up. Well, it had me because I was always a huge fan of Dragon Ball. I was watching Dragon Ball like when it came on the Canadian channel. When it came when on Fox the, Kids. Uh, the Rock the Dragon broadcast. Yes, I do. We only got that for so I many have episodes. Seen those. They pulled it from American television. Or, yeah. Yeah, uh, from States broadcasting, I think. I think no, was... Canada still got it. Oh, really? We wasn't allowed to get it because it was not deemed uh, safe for kids. So they had to rework it and recensor it, and that's why that's why we that's how we wound up with uh, Chris Sabbath mm-hmm. as a uh, Vegeta, which I love him as Vegeta, but like he wasn't the original Amer- uh, like English uh, voice actor for Vegeta. It was, he actually had a lighter voice. But yeah, I've always been a fan of Dragon Ball, and I got into that game because of that. And it, it was wasn't until, it wasn't until they, like yeah, a woman. It, yeah, I mean, 
It wasn't until they dropped the uh, the LR characters, which was super rare, like the cards are animated. I played a like D&D style sci-fi game called the Gamma Wars. Loved it, but it didn't last long. Alright. I don't think I ever heard of that. Yeah, that's that's one I hadn't heard. Yeah. Intriguing. Which I've uh, which I played a lot. I was about to say, RPGs. we've played... We played, played Shadowrun, D&D, uh, we played, uh... What's the most tenuous one that we've played, do you think? Mass Effect. Oh, dear lord. The Mass Effect oh, yeah. D20 that has oh, six no, yeah. fucking sheets for its character sheet. Yeah. Yeah, you had a sheet that was nothing but the stats for your armor. It was, like, <laughs> super de definitive. <laughs> that was the most tedious one we'd ever, like, If you ever want to play a super restricted, super, like only this way RPG system play Shadowrun. Yeah. Which, Shadowrun's pretty fun. It is fun, but... You, you only use D6s. I mean, you roll dozens of them at a time. Yes. You gotta have a lot of D6s. The one idiot but, in the corner. Yeah, let's see. No, we had... When we, <laughs> we, we played, we had a actual, like, full-size bucket full of D6s. We'd, we'd be playing fucking D&D, uh, &D, and when I was DMing, uh, if I was doing something with the other characters while they were separated, and this fucker's over here fucking playing Yahtzee while I'm over here. <laughs> I just hear him like, yes, Yahtzee! And we're like... I mean, had to pass the time somehow, I went in the scene. I had D6s in front of me, I was like, no, no I'm playing Yahtzee. This man was literally like writing down his fucking score was, as he played Yahtzee. I was legitimately invested in playing Yahtzee there for a minute. Oh, man. I mean, this man killed me. Uh, I, I remember I looked at him and I was like, will you fucking stop playing Yahtzee? And you were like, no, I'm not doing anything in D&D &D right now, so I'm going to play Yahtzee. So then I, out of spite, said, y'all hold on for a minute and turned to Tom <laughs> and made him do some shit. Yeah, but I still fuck shit up. Oh, not Have you ever actually that. told him about any of the shit I've oh, done Oh, no, about your crystal that's got a symbiote attached to it that's also a fucking ace attorney? Yeah. That, that's my current ongoing class right now. In my campaign. Oh, that's also a wizard? That's also a wizard? He's a, he's a level 12 and a level 5. He's a level 12 symbiote and a level 5 wizard. And he's fucking <laughs> overpowered. Super hard. And yes. not to mention the in-game shit I got going on. My character is like on another level. He's got a modified deck of many things called the Deck of Chaotic Things. Which oh, is God. just beautiful. He hasn't done any real crazy shit out of it yet. Kyra Damon says you should look up D&D &D Florida Edition. It's amazing. Oh, boy. That's got to be amazing. I still want to play the, the Rick and Morty D&D. I've played the first I played the first one they did. Unlikely Layer 2268. I did not enjoy those on-the-rails rules and hardline algorithm games. Yeah. Yeah. They can, they can really get drug out super hard. But if you can find the right one... Because I always like to look for other games outside of D&D because &D I like being able to just like do something different. Yeah. And I've got a bunch of them that I've got saved on a flash drive. See, this is why I fucking love homebrew. Because I literally, I've literally made my own class before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I've done some other homebrew characters like the sentient Bush that was a speedster. whose name was George Bush. I did the uh, living the uh, almost, living plant element. slapped by an ice golem because they decided to jump through a interdimensional rift and they wound up in Anorlando. From Dark Souls, yeah. Got the shit kicked out of I, by an ice then golem. I, then I ran up into a tree 
and used my uh, nice survival yeah. to, for a natural camouflage roll, and I hid in the tree. Um, there's Brambler, who was a monk that was a living plant elemental who had thorny fist. Unlike and he rolled eight dice whenever he punched. Says, my warrior Dar was OP. I was the DM. Hack and oh. flash. My brother yeah. is still the most uh, OP character in my uh, campaign right now. He is a just a straight-up level 17 wizard. And he is un, almost ungodly powerful right now. Kyra Damon says, if you roll 20, do you, do you get to implement strategy? Strategy. I'm, I think I meant, like, strategy. The way that I DM, I have, like, certain thresholds. I'm like, if you land in here, you get this, blah, blah, blah. And then other stuff's more like, the creature's got this, so if you get this, blah, blah, blah. But 20s, I like for my players to be real creative with. If you, you roll want, a you want 20. To, you want to tell them about the bomb I made? Oh, shit. So in one of my, <laughs> in my currently going campaign, there's this material called Aether that's harvested from whales that they use to power all of their, like, clock punk shit that they've got going. And this man, this, stuff, this shit's highly explosive. So this man takes a bag of holding, just fucking fills it with the sh canisters of the ship, puts it on a specially made harpoon arrow that's got barbs that'll shoot out, puncture the bag. So there's this giant leviathan that's in the water off the, nor off the north western coast of the continent they're on. And it just destroys any ships in the water and it, they come near it. And this guy gets the bright idea. I was like, hey, I'm going to go attack it. So he goes, shoots the fucking arrow right into its head. And I forget how many d No, why didn't you shoot it? Oh, yeah, no. I you, leapt at it. You, you went full symbiote and then jumped at it with it. Oh, and then, he, like, he you forgot, rolled however many D20s. Like, inside the bag, I actually had a, uh, a little, like, mechanical fly that oh, was yeah. attached to an actual, like, detonator. And yep. it had a rope that led out to it. So it, uh... The harpoon, the, when the latch would give, it would pull the rope, which would unleash the detonator, but the but the teeth would puncture the bag, and that was what would make it explode all at once. And Will I Farrell literally did. decapitated the fucking sea monster. Will Ferrell. Yeah, he did. Uh, and then it released an ungodly world-ending monster, because that thing was the guardian of a prison yeah. that these ancient beings had set up. Because that being inside will destroy the entire You forgot the part where I mounted the head on a tank and marched yes. across the desert. So yeah, he marches across the country, forming a rebellion against the current government. Gets 20,000 people in this army. And then the emperor, who is being controlled by uh, a different uh, a different NPC who is just like Dr. Bright, pretty much. The one I was telling you about, yeah. He was an NPC in that campaign. So he's the emperor currently. And then my brother, the level 17 wizard who is like his second, like his right hand man, show up and literally just fold space while stopping time. Walk up to them and say, hey, this is frivolous. We've already technically taken control, so just join us. So he's like, okay. And he goes over there, they unstop time. The emperor takes out a crystal ball that's got an ancient, uh, ancient golden dragon inside of releases it and kills all 20,000 of his people. Yeah. So now, like, the entire country's destitute and falling apart. One way to get, uh, getting rid of pest control. But then, there was an entire town that was abandoned. 
of all of like the adults literally it was just like teenagers and kids and stuff so this hag moves in and becomes a children of the corn situation that was funny too but then because they released a world ender they get out of that dimension the world gets reset except for that uh, that town where the hag was who took it into the Feywilds when the world got reset because she's a hag brought it back something happened oh yeah the lizard folk killed the uh the hag so now there's just a another a town of murderous children right there and then he recruits some spies and creates a countrywide uh super like covert spy organization out of children that were being raised by a hag <laughs> and this is why i always insist whenever i first start playing with somebody you do not want to do homebrew with me in the party right off the bat because i will oh. outdo you in every level and i expect you to and that's why i give you some of the <laughs> stuff i give you because i want to see if you do do it <laughs> oh i fell off <laughs> janky shit. and then you, do you go off and i'm like i'm gonna set this up because i know it's going to challenge him then I know he's going to try and take that challenge. I know he's going to win. But if he wins, something something's going to so, happen. So I had set that Leviathan up because I knew you were going to try and kill it. <laughs> so another thing that I did in a separate campaign and a different character, I designed this character who was a uh, he was a sun elf, yes. but he was a slave. And so whenever he got out of it, he actually kept the whip as a memento, and that's his weapon. But he's a wizard. His spell book... He actually tattoos those spells on his skin, and he'll just scorch his skin clean and then just re-tattoo new spells. That's how he, like, writes them down and everything. And uh, I got permission from the DM to use the whip as my, uh, uh, pretty much my magic wand. It's like I can crack that whip, and it'll, I can actually send my spell through that whip. I imbued it, that's what yeah. it is. And uh, I was doing a, a dino race on the in the attunement of annihilation module and uh how i won the race finally was that i was just all through it i was using my whip to do stupid shit to make sure i won yeah just running a, with a death wish at this point because i'm doing it just to see if i can do it and the last thing i did was i got directly in front of this guy and i actually had my character spin around in the chair and just whip crack the ground with earthquake and I just like caved the track yeah. in. The dude went right in, and I finished just riding my dino backwards. Also, my assassin in that campaign that I that I'm playing, my character that's an assassin yeah. pretty much. This got like two different versions of disguise self that I can use every twenty er, every long rest, because I've got a ta a magical tattoo that lets me do disguise self, mm -hmm. and then my character has disguise self. So I've got two versions of Sky Self right there. Plus I've got some crazy toxic poison, or like I forget exactly what it is, but some crazy poison from somebody that's like barely any on an arrow is enough to kill somebody almost yeah. instantly. So I've got that in my arsenal now. <laughs> uh, Unlikely Layer two two six eight says I love those alternate history RPGs. Wizard destroys oh, yeah. Romeo. Patton is des demasculated and destroys the world. Yeah. Alternate history, I think my favorite, I don't like the system, Dude. but my favorite alternate history RPG was Rifts. You know what, you know what alternate history I still want to play, though? What? All is quiet on the Martian front. Yes. We need the 
figures for that. Time. Those figures are like collector's items. Yes, they're super expensive. It's War of the Worlds is what it is, but it's like a war game. So you actually have like tripods as figures and little alien vehicles with the alien troopers and everything. But the uh, the figures themselves uh, is like vintage now. So to actually get them, they're expensive. These figures look so nice as well. Like, that's what they look like. Yeah. Like, it, it's straight up just World of, War of the Worlds. And they're yep. all collector's items. <laughs> now, I'll tell you a... Uh, shopping. Let's unlikely Layer 2268. I'll tell you one uh, RPG oh. that I kind of... that I, I, I like the idea of it because it's so customizable with what you can do with it. It just it's it's too basic for me. I like a little bit of complexity in my RPGs, just a little yeah. bit enough to actually get you know get me thinking I mean, super hard. We do have the manual for All Quiet on the Martian Front. Yeah, we do. So we could just make our own miniatures yeah. with my 3D printer. Oh yeah, we could. But uh, the name of it is called the Cipher System. Tony ain't the only 3D printer around here. <laughs> uh, the, the, the thing that the thing. Good Lord. <laughs> Anyway, the uh, the cipher system. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about it was it only has three actual stats. Yeah. I mean that's it, and you only use like four or five of the actual full polyhedral set. I mean it's real stripped down and basic, but it's got a lot of freedom as far as like how you can actually play it. Like, you literally like when you're when you're creating a campaign, you don't actually like make a makeup like traps or anything it's literally mostly done by theater of the mind's eye and description and so you've got freedom for like how you can make things look how you can make things like uh just you know traverse it because there's no actual movement grid it's so it's all word of mouth i mean it's it's stripped down basic it's it's got um, the, the biggest complexity about it is just when you're going through like the uh, ciphers in the world generation because part of the cipher system is that you can jump to another world and just implement that same system into that world. Yeah. But the manual itself has got options oh, for dear Lord. superheroes, sci-fi, cyberpunk, vampires, and it's all self-contained in that manual. Yep. Never played that one. Actually, hang on. Um... A game I really want to play, it's been a hot minute since I've played, and I'm really good at it, is Escape from the Aliens in Outer Space. Such a good game. This it is, is like... A, this is the rule book for uh, the Cypher system. And it's hefty. It's a thick book, but it's got everything you need. It's a As you can see on the cover, you've got your uh, sci-fi, superheroes, like your gothic vampire, like fantasy, and then more vampires. That may not be a vampire, but you're right. But yeah, vampires. You can do anything you want to with the cyber oh, system. That's the biggest thing I like about it. It's just possible, just setting. <laughs> Trying to think of the best way to show. Let me just. Um... Oh, by the way, you mean this manual? Yeah. Oh, bring it here, big boy. Yeah. All quiet on the Martian front. I really want to play some Escape from the Aliens in Outer Space. That was a good game, too. I don't even know where that copy is. North America Central Command, August 1911. Message reads, all quiet on the Martian front. Love that. There's the back of it. Earth, yeah. So on the back of it, it's got the pictures, oh, yeah. the figures and stuff on it. 
That was a good war game that we never actually got to yeah. go into. I did read the manual for it, though. Yeah. It, if things to come. They look... And it's got the different, like, color schemes and everything in it as yeah. well. Uh, but what's the best... What would you say is the best way to describe Escape from the Aliens in Outer Space? Um... So I just I just really want to play some of that. Werewolf with a map. I mean that's the okay, best yeah. basic description I can give of because what it is is you play with uh like five six people whatever and then uh, you randomly deal out uh, how many aliens there are and how many humans there are and like everybody has their own little book with a marker and in each page is a different layout map and you've actually got to say. Okay. You got to draw a card, and the and the, the card will tell you if you have to lie, if you have to tell the truth, or if you have to. Uh, uh, what was that other option? Is that you could do both? I yeah, think. do both. Like say say one true statement, one false statement, and uh, you actually have to like move from room to room and actually announce like saying I'm moving I'm moving to room G thirteen. But it could be a lie, it could be false. You, everybody else don't know except you. And you don't know if you're and, that person's an alien. Yeah, or you don't know human, who's an alien and who's a human. At least to start with. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's vocal only among us. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, pretty much. Because the, the objective is, but you've I enjoy got to it way more. Map. Yeah, I do. You on the map, you've got to make it to the escape pod. If the aliens get to it first, they can destroy that escape pod, and you've got to go to another one, and it could be all the way up there on the other side of the map. Yeah, it's and actually, you could be right there by it. It's one of that. the best like uh, party games I ever played. Yeah, that is perfect for like we did it's, it with like uh, ten people. We did, and it was it crazy. is so tense. It is because you're just, just so like, exhilarating. Because you know you're going to get close to somebody, and you'll just be like, "I'll be right there next to you. I'll be an alien." Because we'll be messing around. Because if the aliens catch up to you, I mean it's a chase. It yeah. is a chase. Because uh, how you narrow it down is, uh, like when you tell a lie, say I'm I'm moving into room into G13, it has to be a space that's that's uh, adjacent to where you're at. Yes. So they can get an idea of where you're at in that vicinity. And I'm really good at predicting stuff like that. Because whenever I was an alien, I do not think there was a time that the aliens lost. <laughs> no. Well, yes. We played a lot. Of, we played that game for like straight three or four hours. Mm-hmm. And one game takes 20 minutes. I mean, we played a lot of games of it. Really loved that one. I think that, that one was one that Logan had. Yes. So I, I looked I through his stuff over there and I didn't see it. So I don't know where it ended up. Damn. I really like that one. I, I might end up buying another copy of it if I can find it for a decent price. Because right there it was 40 bucks. I still want to get into the, the Cthulhu Death May Die oh, yeah. game that's made by Eric Wayne. Because you, know, you know they put out expansions for it, right? Yes. And those expansions come with the uh, new minifigures. That was for 25 copies of it. Oh. There's a... Like yeah, it was like 680 bucks for 25 copies of Escape from the Aliens in Our Space. Well, half the time they, they sell them by the case. Yeah. I mean, that's what that is. Yeah. Bulk books. What was it? Bulk books. I'm trying to think of some of the other good party games we played. 
I mean, Werewolf's always good. Yeah. That one's always fun. One Night Ultimate Werewolf is always One Night Ultimate Werewolf's good. You can do that with your phone. Yeah. Uh, Escape from Coldness is a good one. Oh. But good God. That game is tedious as hell. No, man. Let's just play some time stories if we're going to be here that long. Oh, God, no. Four fucking hours. We didn't even beat it. <laughs> good God. I hated that game so much that I loved it at the same time. That is so You ever funny. seen Quantum Leap? Yeah. It's Quantum Leap in a board game. You but play, more you tedious. Play as, you play as time agents who are sent back to like a specific space, uh, time period in the bodies of people that lived back then. Oh, and you've got to figure out what's wrong with the timeline there. And the game is all about exploration and getting lucky with your roles and shit. No, just straight up getting lucky. Yeah. I was talking about fucking, but... Well, I mean, you can get raped by a doctor, technically, but... Well, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it's pretty Oh, I got nice. another good party game. What uh, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. Or Betrayal House on Hill, I mean. Betrayal House, House on Hill. Hill. And then, of course, we got the expansion for it. W uh, Widow's Walk. Widow's Walk. Yeah. Uh, did not like the Scooby-Doo version. I did it, not. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Uh, but... What board games have you played? Just like the... Basic, basic, bitch, basic bitch ones. We right. need to play some board games. Riz, Monopoly, you know, things like that. We yeah. need to play some Betrayal. We need to play... I don't ever speak to that side of the family. Understandable. Is yeah, it because of the board games? or <laughs> Monopoly got fierce that night. Oh, no. Been there. Uh, so, uh, we, uh, that was all I did, and then I actually... A divorce and three emancipations it. later. <laughs> Civil War? Anyway... Um, so, uh, when I got into board games, that was not the, the usual stuff. We had just dove right in. Because the first game I played that wasn't a basic board board game, which was Waterdeep. Uh, that, that was the same one I played. Is heavy duty on resource management, uh, uh, fun building in game. I mean, yeah, it's heavy duty, like tedious game. And then we did it with the expansion too, so that added a whole yes. other layer of uh, stuff to worry about. And it's just like from there, I've gone through so many board games <laughs> that I've played, we've played that I never would have found out about. We've played so Walmart. many. Because okay. Walmart doesn't even sell a fraction oh, of how man. many good games there are. Walmart uh, doesn't sell half, of, half as much good shit anyway. Yeah. Like, my favorite uh, board game that I've played so far... I'm going to go classic with mine, y'all. You won't be surprised, though. Uh, probably was actually uh, the uh, Blood Rage. Oh, yeah. That's another one by Eric Lang. Blood Rage was good. Blood Rage was like Nordic. Because uh, uh, the objective of the game is Ragnarok was happening in X amount of turns, and you've got to conquer land, you've got to fight beasts, and you eventually have to build up victory points. And that's how you win. Once Ragnarok happens to every part of the continent, that's when the game's over and you tally up points. And I won. Like, every time um, I played. Love that game. I th I'd, I'd have to say Munchkin, probably. Because of all of the expansions that have come out for it. And just how fun that game is by itself. You want to know a game that has no right to be as fun as it is? And of all... It, don't, don't, don't get... Don't get me on that. I'll give you a rundown of Smash Up here in a second. Um, I mean, I've also, I've also met Steve Jackson, which is the guy that made Munchkin. I've met him twice. 
uh, played Munchkin with him, uh, beat him in Munchkin using board games or using board, uh, bookmarks for the game Munchkin, which are illegal in any game because it says it on the package. And he fucking said, and because he's the guy that made the game, it's legal. Yeah. Um, that I had won playing a giant version of Zombie Dice, which is another game he made that I won against him earlier. <laughs> and I won those bookmarks. And I used those bookmarks against him. And I won against him in <laughs> Munchkin. And he was like, you sly dog. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Smash Up, uh, the friend of ours actually has a game shop in town behind Little Caesars, and he's got Smash Up. We'll need, we'll, we'll need to take you up there one day. But uh, Smash Up is a, it's a card game. And what you do is uh, they come in stacks like that big, and each deck has a theme. Like oh, there's, yeah. there's sharks. We do. And what you do is you pick two of those groups and you shuffle them together, and that's how what you play with. That's your deck. And uh, there's one of, grandmas, one of my aliens, monsters. There's superheroes, nerds. Um, uh, yeah, there's every right, like, uh, Cthulhu. I was about to say Cthulhu, uh, Kaiju. Kaiju. Um, one of my favorite one of my favorite combinations oh, though, yeah. just because of the silliness of it. Oh yeah. I do sharks and uh, her and tornadoes. Yeah. So yeah. I have Sharknado. Yeah. I one do of, that at least once every time we sit down and play because of just how ridiculous it is. And it my, works, though, because every two decks actually go together in some way. My Two of my favorites to put together is Aliens and Grandmas. Uh, Mike's actually got the uh, Marvel set in. Yeah. Oh, he got I it played, in? Yeah, we played... Uh, I played with him and Mark, and I did... Uh, what was it? Avengers and Celestials? Ooh. Or Cosmics? Something like that. Yeah, okay, I did yeah. those two, and, dude, I was mopping the floor because... The Avengers deck, it's got each of the main ones, Iron Man, Thor, Spider-Man, Captain America, and Black Widow. And each one has, uh, and Hulk, and each one has a uh, card that is their signature move or weapon yeah. that they could, that is in the deck. And other cards that I, that from uh, the Cosmic let you recall cards from, oh, your gra yeah. from the graveyard stack and the deck stack. So I was just playing those characters and throwing out their weapons just continuously. Yeah. I mean, I wiped the floor with them with that combination. Man, that is a fun game to play as well. Um, which one was it? It was the Penny Arcade uh, deck builder. Oh, yeah. Uh, some, uh, Rumble and Relay. Yeah. That was the name of it. That one was fun. That one was fun, too. That was a good deck builder. I like that. That one was real fun. Penny Arcade, yeah, that was good. I love Penny Arcade, though. Yeah. I mean, that's just... I mean, that's... Yeah, but the game was actually, like, really good. It was really good, yeah. It was a well-set-up little deck builder. Uh, what's the other one that's pretty fun? Uh, Splendor? Ascension. Uh, yeah, Ascension. With all the expansions. Dude, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minion with all the expansions. No. <laughs> no, probably the worst one that I've ever played, though... Oh... Uh, was uh besides time stories was a uh, star wars legion yep it took 50 minutes to get it set up <laughs> it took three hours to play and then it took another 45 minutes to put it up because there were so many miniatures and pieces with it it was a fun -ass oh, game we had a good time that was one game too one game took that long but it was a fun game because what it is is you uh it's it's a two player game one person plays as the uh, empire one person plays as the rebels 
And at the beginning of the game, like the board itself is a galactic map. At the beginning of the game, the rebel secretly chooses a planet, and that's where the rebel base is. And so that that's done in secret. And the game is literally just about the Empire hunting down the rebels. It was a good game, but I only played it once and only once. Do you remember the time that we were playing Colditz and you were the Germans, and the entire time you were using a German accent? A bad German accent at that? Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. And that game took absurdly long, and we got real tired of your voice real because quick. Because I wasn't even trying to catch you. I was I know, screwing with you. I super know. Hard. And you just got so annoying so fast because you'd just be using that I voice I the entire time. I literally won by default because they were ready to give up. <laughs> because of our you broke our game. spirits. That's yeah, what we concentrate that game for a while. <laughs> that game did what it was supposed to do. It broke our spirits. The Germans have truly won. Oh, boy. That's a sad movie, yeah, though. Yeah, striped pajamas. I mean, Schindler's List. Well, uh, it was black and white. It had Liam Neeson. It was a good movie. It was a good movie, but it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't a sad movie. Inglorious Bastards. Oh, man. That's a good movie. Love that. The chain Glorious Bastards. Oh, from the community. Oh, oh God. Man. I love the movie. Yeah, we don't get it. Fucking Keith David narrating that episode was the greatest thing about it. Love Keith David. But no, uh, that actually brings up uh, that is a franchise I wouldn't mind uh, either getting rebooted or getting a new entry with Saints Row. <laughs> I love the fourth one. Don't get me oh, wrong. Man. This is the best one, man. <laughs> we need something better because we got that Agents of Mayhem, and that game was shit. Yeah. How did you feel about Get Out of Hell? I liked the concept of it. I didn't really care for the way it played. I liked the pun. Yeah. Because you know in that storyline at the end of it, Gat actually uh, has to choose like one of three different endings. Where yes. He rules hell. He uses hell's power to reset the ti- reset the world. Yeah. And then uh, something else. He just leaves, I think. And the canon ending is actually where he chose to reset the world because mm-hmm. that's where Agents of Mayhem came from. Was from that decision. But it was shit. More shit than the first crackdown. You know what this man does to me at work? (laughs) So, I'm kind of pissed off because it's just been a shit day. I'm in there and I'm trying to clean the fucking, one of the fucking tables. And I hear him come up and I look over and this man (laughs) just got a handful of bubbles. Just just slaps me. (laughs) He's just on my face, on my hat, in my eye. And I just like, as calmly as I could... I'm pretty sure I scared Patrick because of how calmly I did it. I just did not say a word, just went straight to the office, grabbed a rag, and started cleaning my face off. I was expecting, you know, rats, anything along those yeah. lines. But when he just calmly just walks in with the face he had, I'm just like, okay, time to die. And I was literally, <laughs> like, staring at him and staring at a knife at my wrist. Staring at him. No. Well, you gotta go up for Jimmy. Oh, I know. But I like theatrics. <laughs> He's a man of theater. Theater. That'll be another special we do. We'll do, we'll do, plays. We'll do a Midsummer Night stream. No, I know what we should do. We should do a true proper, not Disney's crap live action one they did, but a true and proper Into the Woods. 
Because yeah. that the actual stage version of that is incredible. I was dragged by my cousins, female by the way, to that movie. We were the only ones in the theater. It was still opening night. <laughs> uh, I went and saw a stage production of it with a handful of my friends. Lord, it's so Rick, good. I'll actually uh, let you pick a deep dive topic. Oh, no. The only one you can't really pick is the Star Wars, but we've already got one planned for Monday. we got to get through that one first. But you can have a, just that page. Oh. Yeah, just anything listed there. I thought that said Popeye. Mm. Sky's the limit. Damn. Mm. Then why are there footprints on the moon? <laughs> Funny. At least they're not on Mars yet. Yeah. But we got we got robots up there though. That's where Jeff Bezos went. He went to Mars. Well, not for now. Oh boy, here we, yeah. oh, here we go. Here we go. They got a new game coming up. Yeah. While, supposedly, at least. Yeah. Got Golden Freddy sitting up here. Yeah. I got like nine more of those little figures, but that's the only one that'll actually like stand up on his own. Yeah. Oh, too bad I'm not wearing the Five Nights at Freddy's shirt. I'm plugging another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, that's cool. I mean, Dan Cummins, one of the best podcasts I've ever watched or listened to. Uh, Time Suck. Love it. If you enjoy us, you'd probably enjoy him more. There's a lot more things you can enjoy more than us, you know, like sex. Ours, our, our, our target demographic is people who eat crayons, but are smart enough to know not to eat the purple ones because those are bad for you. So oddly enough, it actually, <laughs> on the statistics, our actual demographic is uh, all male between the, between the age of 28 to 34. That is 100% our demographic right now. And we are most popular in Western and uh, uh, Virginia. That's where all the fucking like hills have eyes people live, so that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's Night probably why. Okay. Uh, when did the original come out? That came out. What was it? Two thousand ten? No, it was after that. Thirteen, fourteen, maybe somewhere along those lines. I remember like it blowing 2014. up. I remember it blowing up. I remember I getting an email. I didn't actually get into it until the second one. Which even then, I don't really play the games. I just watch, what, like watching other people play it. Yeah. And I do actually get really interested in the lore sometimes. So, exactly. real quick. I mean, I do. Back in 2013, I got a email from, I think it was Steel Wool Games. Uh -huh. um, because of my history that I've done with, I started out doing open betas for a handful of companies, uh, different games and everything. And then because of how much I'd done and how much feedback I'd given, I started getting invitations for closed betas. Like I've done, I did the closed beta for Elder Scrolls Online, for um, Fallout 76, for another one that I cannot talk about yet. <laughs> Literally, I signed an NDA. Um, I did Five Nights at Freddy's. And when I did that one, in the feedback, I was like, yes, I think this is a really good standalone game. I think it's going to do well. It's going to blow up for a while, but it'll die down eventually. It is a good momentary indie game that can capitalize on its own uh, excitement. Yeah. And that was lit I'm pretty sure that was literally what I wrote. And then it blows up into a franchise. <laughs> yeah. 
books, What's that several project? games. Yeah. We've got a movie coming out, supposedly. I'm hoping for it. Now, I remember I remember sophomore year, somebody coming up to me and I was like, hey, have you heard of Five Nights at Freddy's? I just wanted to punch him in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, it generally made me upsetty. <laughs> upsetty spaghetti. Like when the first one blew up as much as it did. Da Vinci's upsetty. Whiskey Icarus has not flown too close to the sun yet. We don't have any whiskey currently. currently. I want whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I can do a shot right now. I want some of that Johnny Walker. Ooh, buddy, tall order there. That stuff's kind uh, of expensive. How much was it for that little bottle? You that got? little bottle was like at least twenty bucks. Um, but I think it cut me a deal and got got gave it to me for like fifteen. But yeah, that little bottle was fifteen. If I bought my own bottle, would you buy one as well? And us like drink it? I don't know. Podcast. I don't know if I can go through a whole bottle. I might get way too out of line for that one. I'll drink a whole bottle. Shoot. I'll toast you on chink and I'll. But no, uh, I didn't actually like remotely get interested in We need to do another one. drunk stream. <laughs> yeah. And uh, got into the, I got more into the lore than anything. We'll do that one with Steven. And uh, that, that's the whole reason I kept up with the games after that was just to see what kind of got, little bits got added to the Same. lore and everything. And uh, I actually read two of the three first books. Silver Eyes Trilogy or whatever it's. Yeah, it was Silver Eyes. Show uh, off your wallet. Oh, it was Silver Eyes, the Twisted Ones, and the Fourth of the Fourth Walk. <laughs> I thought it showed off on camera, but. Hey. Because it was cheap ass at Walmart. <laughs> that was the biggest reason I got it. But yeah. I read those I read two of those books and then I found out what the actual ending to the third was and I'm like I'm not even gonna bother. That sounds shitty. Honestly, <laughs> so I mean, so I do struggle with the books. So this shows you fucking people. Like this shows you that half the people are that picture of the guy with the microwave head that I showed both of you. Yeah. Uh you remember what I'm talking about, correct? Vaguely. Okay. Um this shows you that most of the people on the internet are that because people also ask, is FNAF illegal? <laughs> Oh wow! Okay. And then below that is why is Roblox banned? Because that's not a real game, anyway. And the first one is is FNAF based on a real story? <laughs> well, I mean, it's speculated that it is partly based on the, the Chuck E. Cheese, the thing, yeah. Cheese thing. Yeah. Yeah, I watched all the game theory videos on it. Uh, I think we all I have. I haven't seen their newest like three because they just kind of like didn't uh, really. I think I watched his newest one, but like the. Two or three before that I didn't watch. I think I've watched them all, but they sort of just kind of melded together. Yes. Kind of I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. That's so, fair. real quick, you know what the banana splits are? Oh, yeah. We were actually talking about this earlier yeah. today. I, I, for some reason, the theme song out, popped in my head. I found out that the script for that was actually the first draft of the Yeah, and we also script. talked about that. It's just like... Because I remember watching the Banana Splits movie because my mom was a huge fan of the Banana Splits. Isn't it funny how all things in this universe are connected? Are we living in a simulation? The odds are more likely than you think. Scientists approximate it's probably about 60-65% chance that we live in a simulation. Sleep on that, everybody. Okay. Uh, Alright, calm down there, Droid. So... 
as my white science guy says for the day. I can agree. Uh, what was I? Where was I? I was trying to remember. I lost my train of thought. We were talking about Banana Splits movie was oh, yeah. based on the script. For my mother was a huge Banana Splits. Fan. Oh yeah. I mean that's how I knew about them growing up. She loved the Banana Splits. If I had, if I was watching Boomerang, yeah, I had to sit through Banana Splits because she liked watching Banana Splits. I think it's funny because you're older than we are. And the stuff that that older stuff like that came on boomerang more often than it did when we were younger. <laughs> but, but I do remember Boomeraction, and that was like Justice League and Johnny Quest. What's messed and up? Teen Titans. Because I found out about the Banana Splits movie, found out what it was. Yes, I, I showed it to my mom as well. And I told her what the concept of it was, and I don't, I don't think I showed her the trailer. Yeah. But I told her what it was. And I called her in here and was like, come on, watching a movie. She's like, I don't want to see, I, I don't want to watch a movie. And I'm like, come on, let's watch a movie. And I put on Banana Splits. And yeah. she sits down and watches Banana, the, the, the Banana Splits movie. That's and funny. oh my God, I got ridiculed so much afterwards for ruining her childhood. <laughs> and I felt so accomplished in my heart. <laughs> And she still has not forgiven me for making her watch the Banana Splits movie. That's so funny. Oh, man. My mom said she I wanted to watch it when I showed her the trailer. Movie too. Like, I wasn't even remotely scared. I was more entertained than anything. I was laughing my ass off. You know, my brother was actually the one that told me that it was based on the FNAF uh, script. That doesn't really shock me. It doesn't shock me either, because I'm the one who showed him the game while I was playing it in beta. I'm pretty sure I have a picture on one of my backup files on a computer somewhere that is a is me holding a I'm pretty sure it was an iPhone 5 or something like that or 4 yeah. might have been a 4 I was holding it taking a picture oh, yeah, of my computer screen and it says closed beta do not film <laughs> and it was the security room I have that somewhere <laughs> like Like, for the last few games, it's gotten really confusing to try and keep up with that sort of thing. Yeah, no it got really convoluted and drawn out way more than it should have. But now I actually am interested in some of the aesthetics of the game. I guess it's just because I've stared at it long enough. Yeah. Which, the thing is, though, the movies is uh, directed by Christopher Columbus. And Scott Cawson was a uh, working director on it. Christopher Columbus. I was like Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? He did a Breakfast Club and all those. Uh, what's his name? Chris Columbus. So Chris, no Christopher Columbus. No, fuck Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus. Oh, yes. like this man did not sail the ocean blue in 1492, big boy. No, but his name is Christopher Columbus. So fuck you. Anyway, so you go cry in the corner while you're playing fucking VR. You cry more than I do. I'm sorry, I'm sensitive. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not a hardened cynical, cynical bastard like you are. Eh, well, somebody's got to look at the world and say, "Yeah, fuck you." I try and look for the bright side of everything, but that just makes me think of the song "Bright Side." Uh, look on the bright side of life. Always looking. Uh, so I don't exactly. 
But Chris Columbus is uh, supposed to be directing the film. It hasn't been canceled, so I'm guessing that means they're going to at least finish it. I just, you know, hope it's actually decent. Because I've seen some of the test footage where they were at, they're going to use actual, like, animatronic robots for it. So I was huh. like, okay, you know, I mean, it, it might be pretty decent. Because what they're doing is they're actually taking the old Chuck E. Cheese uh, animatronics and they're dismantling them in reverse engineering to where they can redesign them. Yes. And, uh, like, actually make them more mobile. Yes. Yeah. Just, I'm so, really looking forward to when that. When you look at the FNAF movie, it says people also search for the Banana Splits movie. Yeah. Gremlins 3. Gremlins, and Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why Mrs. Doubtfire is on that list? Because that was another Christopher, Be- Chris Columbus film. Yep. Yeah. Hey, what did Chris, Chris Columbus not do in the... Oh, Let's see, what all did this man do? Oh, Home the Alone. Harry Potter movies, Pixels, Bicentennial Man, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, uh, Christmas Chronicles 2, yeah, Gremlins, Stepmom, Goonies, what? I did not know that one. Adventures in yeah. Babysitting, um, I love you, Beth Cooper. Um, they also were the, uh, the museum. sequel to Percy Jackson. Don't get me started on Percy Jackson <laughs> movies. But I mean, again, the what did he not do? Fantastic in the Four, 90s? Surfer, Fantastic Four, Scoob. Oh yeah, he's a very wide ranged actor, or not actor, actor, director. Wait, go back up. What did he direct? The Witch. The Vavitch. Yeah, he did. Holy shit! I didn't realize he directed that. that what hasn't great. he directed? Yeah, but I mean, that was one of those like indie flicks that was like. You know, not in the main spotlight. Just it did not get it that much attention at all outside oh. of the independent like uh, festivals and everything. But it was a really actually genuinely here's creepy t- ass movie. Here's your two more movies to add to the list of movies that we watch just year round all the time. Okay. Ace Ventura and Ace Ventura yeah. Two: Pet Detective. And the we said the mask, didn't we? Yeah, we did say the mask. Yeah. I love the Ace Ventura movies. I kind of hope they do another one, but I'm also oh, terrified. I'd love, I'd love to see that. But... I'm actually kind of I'm actually excited for Sonic the Hedgehog too. <laughs> I actually enjoy genuinely enjoyed that movie. I still I still feel neutral about it. Well, so, me and Daniel fan. sat down and watched it because it popped up for free and we're it got to pop up on Prime on one of the channels I had. It was Prime, and yeah, and like yeah, I was just like. Sonic the Hedgehog. He's like, yeah, we'll see what it. We'll see, we'll watch the first few minutes and see what it's like. We sat through that whole film and we actually genuinely liked it. It was actually a pretty good Sonic adaption. Okay. And uh, and then Jim Carrey as Doctor Eggman was perfect. Or sorry, Doctor Robotnik. We might want to wrap up. We're put. We pushed over two hours. Yeah. Yeah, probably a good time. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder: we uh, take. Uh, Support. Uh, we have fan support enabled. You can do ninety nine cent, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine a month on Anchor.fm, where you can also find the uh, other episodes as well as all the platforms that they are available on. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, all, uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on everything now, to my knowledge that I can think of. It's it should all be in our link tree, which is yeah. the pin post on this profile. Uh, find us anywhere there. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, pretty much. Yeah, we appreciate everyone that uh, came in and uh, drops in and chat. Mm-hmm. We appreciate all the people that are listening to us at a later date. Uh, we appreciate every one of you, and any kind of support you give us on the Anchor.fm is greatly appreciated as well. It's 
we don't have exclusive content yet. We are working on it, but that yeah. is strictly just to, uh, to help us kind of get better equipment and get uh, a better setup so we can actually be have more room. Yes. And <laughs> a bigger table and et cetera, et cetera. Different table, more like it. But. Yeah. But we'll catch you guys yeah. later. Good, mor uh, good morning, good evening, good night, and if nobody said it, your balls look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>